What's up, weaves, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick road of anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. As always, I'm your host, uh, Rebel Notorious. I fucking blank. You almost forgot your name there for a second. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And joining me today is Sean. Yeah, and it's just Uh, me again. Yeah, no Molina today. We're trying something a little bit different. This is our first... I think this will be the first official remote episode of either podcast. I've also just remembered this is probably the first rem- uh, episode of Anime Lane where it's not Molina and me. It's just me. Yeah, this will be the first... Me. Yeah, there's been a nap where it's just you, but this is the first Anime Lane uh, where it's it's just the two of us. Um, Scheduling, it happens. Yeah, it happens. I, I had a solo slot to fill... And I've not been watching a whole bunch recently, so it's like, I kind of wasn't sure what to talk about. I'm kind of out of just random topics I can I can throw out and talk about for a solid hour and be confident in what I'm talking about. So now you've, um, en- you've employed the help of me, because I'll yeah, absolutely just, help you. <laughs> I mean, we bounce off each other well, yeah. so even if we pick, like in this case, we're going to we're gonna be starting with Jojo. Yeah. Um, I don't think the episode's going to be titled jojo's bizarre adventure just because i feel like it's something we're gonna end up covering eventually anyway yeah when i've watched the full thing because just going into this now i've only seen like the first two parts and a bit of the third part a bit of the third part i'm currently because today is december 1st uh part six stone ocean the the final set of episodes just uh got dumped on netflix uh, so I, I've watched the first four, um, so I'm I'm most of the way through part six, so I'm kind of up to date. I'm on the pulse of Jojo, what which wasn't part the five? case. You said first part, four. I've seen, I've seen part four and five. Oh, okay, you said the first four, so I got confused for a sec. Oh, I've seen all of Jojo. I've seen all parts, uh, and I'm on the pulse, that's why I said not parts one through four i've seen i'm on the pulse of jojo <laughs> if i just got confused um, then blame me <laughs> yeah uh so yeah uh where do we where do we start i guess at the beginning yeah with part one as these stories tend to do <laughs> here's here is the question because we we sort of in the very first episode of the show talked about jojo um but how did how did you end up watching it? Because it's, pardon the pun, a bit of a bizarre one to have as one of your very first experiences of anime. Uh, <laughs> so I ended up watching JoJo originally because of uh, my two other mates who we were just trying to find something to watch and then one of mm-hmm. them had seen JoJo. I'm not sure how much, but they had seen at least like the first few parts, so... Right. They just suggested, hey, we could watch this at some point as like a hangout sort of thing. So we did that. <laughs> Which is the that's reason why I haven't continued past that, because mm. collectively we've that's all we've watched like together. Yeah. That that's interesting because part one's not something like I, I struggle to recommend JoJo. Cause you gotta suffer through part one. I didn't mind part one, but well, once part two happened, I was like, "Yeah, I don't really care about part one anymore." I've I've never jived with part one. I think it's very when basic. I, yeah, I tried watching it at some point. I can't even remember how long ago. Before I watched like the whole of season one, which encompasses part one and part two. Which was 2019, I think, in the middle of part five airing. I think the 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 hype of that at the time got me to finally cave and, and try watching it again. And I, I suffered through the first nine episodes and got into part two and was like, oh shit, this is actually really good. And then I hit part three and that, yeah. <laughs> you have opinions on part three. I have opinions on part three, but I'll leave them until you've seen it because I don't want to colour your like potential enjoyment of it. I mean, from the I'm, I say I've seen a bit of part three, but like the part I've gone up to, might be like halfway at this point. It's hard to remember because like it was months ago since like there's forty eight episodes of part three. Okay, it's fucking long. I'm at the very least past the first like third, I think. Okay, because I know we're in double so digits. You're, you're... <laughs> mm, fair, fair. 
Uh, so you're about halfway through the first part. The last thing I remember three. is like this little tiny baby, like enemy stand thingy. It's baby enemy stand. I don't know if I want to go further, but if you don't remember it, because it, it it's weird. It's really weird. Uh, like they're in like a, the, the they're in like is... a plane or something, and they find a baby, but a baby turns out to actually be. Oh God! Um. Shit, 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 shit. Shit is the right I word, by the way, for how that episode ends. The tower. Is it the tower? I can't remember I the actual stand, like, card, because they're based on cards at, at this point, anyway. At this point, yeah, they're they're based on the... I think for the first, like, tarot 24, cards? they're based on the tarot cards. And then... Because we've gotten past, like, the sun as well, because that was mm. a filler episode and a half. Is that... The one where they're literally stuck out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole episode. Oh, I hate that one. I spent that entire episode, like, expecting it to pick up. Like, oh, this is just the first act, Ellie, explaining it. And then it just ends. Like, they beat it. So that episode, right, kind of encompasses my entire problem with part three. It doesn't pick up. (laughs) Kind of. And and I think it's, it's mainly to do with the fact that, like, we mentioned the stars, the the stands all being based on tarot cards. I really think that that just limited the uh, Araki. I don't know. I think his is name. the name of the author. Um, like his ability to be creative with the stands, because once I hit part four and part five, and now in part six as well, the stands are like fucking wild. Okay, good. And some of the abilities are insane. They like there be was wild. one. Yeah, like in part six, the like the first episode of this new batch that's that that came out, the first two episodes because it's like a two parter. The stand's called Bohemian Rhapsody, and its ability is not restricted by distance or anything. Right, it turns every like fictional character and like um uh painting and makes them come to life. So like. Batman comes out of comics. You see Astro Boy and, and Mazinger Z flying through the sky. Uh, they get attacked by Pinocchio, the Seven Dwarfs, the the Wolf from uh, Little Red Riding Hood. This sounds amazing. It is really good. Like I I was so confused at first. I will say that the way that 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 part concludes, uh, like that little story arc concludes, is a bit disappointing. Um, but. You know, that's the sort of, like, stands just get, get kind of get a bit insane after part three. Whereas I feel like they're limited by, well, here's the tower, so it's kind of limited into the idea that the stand can produce. we got to make it tower-based somehow. Yeah, because the sun was sort of based on the, the idea of the sun, yeah. in a sense, I guess. Um, Fucking hot. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> We're talking about part three. Yeah. <laughs> if you have, if you haven't seen JoJo's, don't listen to this. Don't I listen guess. to this. And I'm sure if you have seen JoJo, you're screaming at us because we're not explaining it right. But no, we're really not. How does one explain JoJo's bizarre adventure? It's a bizarre adventure with a guy called it's... JoJo or girl, because I know a girl shows up. Or as... or girl, yeah, Jolene. Yeah, Jolene. Um, who I have a, I have a. Oh, you can't see her. I have a model. Yeah, of her. I have a. The I listeners have a can't her. see her either, so that's fine. <laughs> the listeners can't see her now. Um. Uh, oh my god! How so? JoJo starts in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it's like Victorian England. England, which it just doesn't really do anything with, except. When Jack the Ripper, sh- Ripper shows up for a bit. Yeah, you get Jack the Ripper, and that's the only thing that really ties it to the era. It could have been placed at any other time, really. A hundred percent. Like, the the only one point that really feels like it's Victorian England is the, the fact that there's one episode where jo- Jonathan, the original Jojo, just goes to London. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, no explanation. Yeah. He's just in London now. there. He's just in London to try and, like, I think save his dad or something, because he's it's dying. It's to remember at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, because he thinks Dio is poisoning his dad, so he goes to London to enlist We should explain who Dio is, help. first off, by the way. Yeah. 
Okay, so the the beginning of Jojo is Jojo, Jonathan Joestar, his dad, whose name I don't remember. George. Um, George, I George only, Joestar. I only know this because before we uh, started recording this, I watched a recap video on YouTube about <laughs> the first part. I still don't feel like I've gained much memory, but it's mm. better than I had like after like a year of not, or year, two, two years maybe? Three years maybe of not watching it now. For me, it's it's been three years. I watched it back in twenty nineteen, I think. Um, but I read the manga like this year at some point, so I, I have stuff here. But it is so generic; it's so forgettable. Generic, Jill even uh, yeah. And so Jonathan, his dad George, uh, they're from a rich family. We should. Say they're from that. a rich family, and one night when George is like on his way home. And it's raining and there's a storm. His carriage like falls off the road and he's saved by Dio's father. Dio's father. Whose name whose I can't n- remember. I, I, yeah. Is he given remember. a name? I think he does have a name, but I don't know. He's not that important. He probably should be, judging by Dio's sort of backstory. Yeah. Um what's his Dario. Dario. Of fucking course. Dario Brando. <laughs> nice. Um, and... Oh, so the this whole thing, like, comes about because George has, like, got a stone mask. Oh, yeah, it's like an antique or something in, like, his, his house. Yeah, so I think he, he found it on an expedition or something, and he's uh. bringing it home. The storm happens... Dario saves him and George is like, oh, I owe you my life. And so when Dario is dying, he sends his son to the Joestar family household to to be taken care of. Uh, But Dario was a piece of shit and Mm. was kind of abusive towards Dio. And that very much rubbed off on Dio as a person. I love... Uh, Literally the... I want to say, the by first... the way, uh, just sorry to cut you off, but uh, no, no. I love when I remembered the recap because I completely forgot about Dio's backstory up until <laughs> yeah. I watched it. So I kind of had that moment of, wow, I love the fact that they gave him a sort of sympathetic backstory and then did nothing to make him a sympathetic character <laughs> after the fact whatsoever. No, he is just a total irredeemable asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you see where this guy came from. Doesn't really excuse anything, though. No. <laughs> Because, like, he meets Jonathan, and, like, the first thing he does is kick his dog. <laughs> kick his dog! <laughs> which is such a trope. It's literally the name of, like, a a trope of just, like, a bad guy doing something irredeemable. Yeah. Um, they then kind of... There's, like, a, a big time skip where they kind of grow up. Because they're quite young when they first meet. I think they're, what, in their, te- in their early teens, maybe? Like, 11, 12? Yeah. Um, and then we see them at the end of, like, high school, probably 17-ish. 17, uh, yeah, I'd say, because, uh, spoiler alert for part one, by the way, but, uh, when Jonathan dies, he's, like, canonically 19. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, this is the thing with Jojo and the art style, and kind of plays a little bit in anime in general, but very specifically when it comes to Jojo, they're all, like... 16 17 they're, at the time of their parts they're young but they all look like they're in their mid 30s i'd say like mid 20s at least you cannot look at jonathan at uh, jotaro sorry and not tell me he looks like he's in his 30s well jotaro's the exception because he he <laughs> decides to dress as a fucking train conductor all the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember asking you when you started part three i was like are you confused about the fact he's not a train conductor? Or that th- this part has nothing to do with trains? <laughs> I was just like, yeah, why does he Why does he look like that? I remember watching part three and I'm like, when are the trains going to come into this? I think it's specifically the hat that it's does the it. the hat and the, the like, chain thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say Jonathan, you can also say, is like late, looks like he's in his late 20s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph's like, probably the one that looks like he's in his mid-twenties, but that's also because he's immature as fuck. Oh, yeah. Jonathan gets away with his look because he's, like, a, canonically, like, a rugby player. Oh, yeah. And those guys always have, like, fairly burly re- 
physiques even when they're kind of you know late teens early yeah, 20s yeah. so his look is passable jo- joseph and john uh jotaro's not really no like joseph it's not he didn't like live on the streets or anything did he like is that his no nah, he, he had he had a like a loving like family and stuff so uh-huh he had a sort of normal upbringing in 30s America, but he looks like he's been to the gym, like, daily since he was five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As is the the curse of the Joe Stars. Slash, the Joe Stars. Except not really, because, like, Joseph's not a blood relation of Jonathan. Because, like, they... Yeah, that's the thing, Because part actually, one... Now that we're jumping all over the place, but, like, the end of part one has, like, when Jonathan dies, again, spoiler alert, uh, yeah. his wife, like, finds a baby because they've been attacked on, like, a ship, and the baby's parents have died, so they... Yeah, who becomes Lisa Lisa in part two. Big spoiler alert. Uh, Big spoiler alert. <laughs> a character so nice, they named her twice. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Good for her, her. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fantastic Um, episode we're making here. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Is he take? Wait, that totally fucks up. Yeah, because he looks like Jonathan as well, so I don't know why. And he also has the... Um, the birthmark as well. So he's blood... Yeah. All of them have the... Yeah, yeah. We're gonna assume that... Oh, 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 oh. I know what it is. So... Lisa Lisa had Joseph with Jonathan's son because, um... Irina Uh, was pregnant at the time that he died. Ah, yeah, I remember hearing this in, like, one of the recap episodes I watched. Yeah. She's totally pregnant, by the way. It's not really covered very well. No, because it feels so much like an ass pull at, like, either the beginning of part three or the end of part two. I mean, the beginning of part three is so much of an ass pull when Dio comes back. I mean, we're just gonna ignore that giant fucking thing (laughs) for now. But the the whole latter half of the the entire series is predicated on that one moment where they find his body in another compartment of a coffin i can't believe uh, like the really good part of this series was all bent on dio's decapitated head stealing the body of jonathan if you have not watched jojo please do and not just that the fact that he also, with Jonathan's body whilst being Dio, gets jiggy with it with multiple women. So, <laughs> whose blood is being, like, descended here? Well, that's the thing, because, um, part f- Sorry, this is, like, wild spoilers if you've not, like, seen any of Jojo, but I'll be honest, this sort of thing of, like, getting spoiled for some parts of Jojo can make you really interested in watching it, I think. Yeah, because the more I talk, I hear you talk about later stuff that happens in Jojo with, like, no, with least spoilers as possible, it mm. still makes me want to watch them anyway. Yeah. So you have part five with Giorno Giovanna, who is Dio's son, which means he's Joseph's half-brother biologically so he's technically Jotaro's uncle (laughs) (laughs) and he's younger than him because during part five Jotaro would be in his 30s because like it's because I'm sure he's he's 40 by the time of part six for more context because like part three takes place in like the 80s the 80s yeah and, and he's 17. Yeah, and I'm guessing by the time part, what part of is Dio's son in? Part 5, which is the end of the 90s. Ah, uh, okay. Because so... I'm sure it's... Oh, wait, is it 2001? No, yeah, it's 2001, because you have... Part oh, no. 4 takes place in 1999, 
and then part five takes place two years later, and then part six is a 10-year or 11-year time jump to 2012. Ah, okay. I knew 2012 was, like, up in there somewhere. <laughs> mm. Is that Jolene? That's Jolene, yeah. I love that she's called Jolene, because that's such a JoJo musical reference to make. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Because, like, what every, me? everything is a musical reference in this fucking show. Oh, and yeah, And, like, 90% everything. of them go over my head. <laughs> it's funny because I I like have to like listen to the da- I guess you should cover this now that you've brought it up. Basically the way it is is because they're worried about copyright when translating it. Uh just in the subtitles and in the dub as well. All of the names get like skewed slightly so they're like copyright free. <laughs> Once you hit mainly part 3 where the stands get involved cuz those are when it really starts hitting like just straight name dropping. Well, yeah, you Bands. said Bohemian Rhapsody earlier. <laughs> yeah, you got Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, there was Limp Biscuit earlier this season. Um, what else is there? Oh, there's White Snake. Um, that's that's the the main antagonists stand this season. You've had Foo Fighters. Of course, you have. <laughs> <laughs> it was just called FF in the subtitle. Fantastic Four. Limp Biscuit got translated to Limp Viscuit. <laughs> Playing on the whole B and V thing in Japanese. Very subtle. Uh, very subtle. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody became Bohemian Ecstatic for some reason. Sure. <laughs> and White Snake, I'll give you like three guesses to figure out what they changed that to. You see, I feel like it's going to be so obvious, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I look like an idiot. <laughs> Is it like Black Cobra? <laughs> no, no, no. It's they've changed one part of it, and that's it. White Rake. <laughs> no, I, uh, one more guess. One more guess. I don't think I want again. I feel like I'm gonna prove I'm stupid because it's gonna be so obvious. It's not the snake part they've changed. Bright Snake. Pale Snake. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Last, uh, I part hate it, five... but I love it at the same time. <laughs> part 5 had Notorious B.I.G., which got changed to Notorious Chase. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's it's amazing, Couldn't have called them Notorious Smalls. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always fun, because it's like slight confusion between hearing what they say and reading what the subtitles say. Yeah. Because they're so very clearly references to real-world musicians, artists, songs, albums. Yeah. I think the funniest one I had, like, when I was watching it was ACDC. Oh, yeah, they literally just phonetically spell yeah, it Yeah, it's not spelled A-C-D-C, it's phonetic. But it's oh, wait, pronounced the, exactly the, the same. There's also cars, they literally just saying, change the C to the K. Yeah, cars. <laughs> and Wham became Whamu. Uh-oh. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> they they just added the W on. <laughs> Wham. Because of the, the way uh, the Japanese pronounce it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Jolene, though. At the beginning of, of Stone Ocean, uh, there's a scene where like someone's saying Jolene's name over and over again. And it's like very clearly meant to be Jolene. her singing. Yeah, her singing the the Dolly Parton song, but it's like ever so slightly. They restrained they restrained the reference this much, they're using it for all it's worth. Yeah. (laughs) It's like ever so slightly off, so they can't have anyone come at them for copyright. Which I find hilarious because some of these are literally just names. Yeah. Cause one of them from part two um was one of the Pillar Men. In fact, I could argue all the Pillar Men except ACDC, I feel like that's a bit on the nose. Yeah, it's not like, subtle. No, like, I feel like tr- changing how that's written out, that makes sense. Yeah. Wham is a sound. Yeah. And cars, that is, it's an object. It's an inanimate object. You can't copyright the word cars. <laughs> no. And then, um, there was also the, 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 the one pillar man that got like totally fucked over uh, fucked up by Joseph at the start, uh Santana, 
which is Santa Viento or something like that. I can't remember. How they translate it. It's really weird. It's, it doesn't make any sense. But again, Santana is just like a surname. So you can't <laughs> copyright that. But yeah. because it's a band... Um, I can't remember how they translated it. It was something really weird. Uh, San Viento. For some reason. Why not? <laughs> um yeah that's that's one of the charms of jojo i guess <laughs> kind of trying to decipher yeah, what a reference it's, is it's part of the fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it's oh because you also have um zeppeli is actually a reference to led zeppelin i figured that out um speedwagon is a reference to reo speedwagon in fact his entire name is just a reference to that because it's robert he he has two middle names i think and they're e and o so it's reo speedwagon they really want to make the full reference yeah (laughs) they only ever call him speedwagon though yeah they do and then dio is obviously a reference to the late and great dio ronnie james dio it's um Dio, which is the only one that doesn't get changed, but later becomes like uh like fully capitalized. <laughs> okay, because he's um, now Dio. Yeah, and part three it becomes like fully capitalized, and that's like just like a direct reference to Dio the the singer. And I'm like, hold on, the 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 animated head deserves the respect. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you'll. You'll lean fully into the reference there, but you won't lean into the rest of them? At that point, it's basically, he's basically done a MODOK. <laughs> <laughs> like, it should just stand for something now. Decapitated. Uh, I, I can't um, think of a, a word for his, like, zombie that starts with an I. Oh, God. Decapitated, irritating organism. There, there you go. (laughs) Decapitated, invasive organism. There you go. Dio. Dio. (laughs) Canon. I'm calling that canon now. Uh, I like how this started off as a story synopsis and it's basically become not that. uh, Yeah, I mean, if anyone's listening to this and they haven't watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like, Watch it. It's it's genuinely good. This shouldn't uh, it, be your start. I mean, like this episode I, I, shouldn't be your start. <laughs> is what I'm saying. I know, like before I watched JoJo, I knew quite a bit just through like cultural osmosis. I I, I knew a little. I knew mainly through the roundabout meme. <laughs> yeah, that's basically Wait, it. I suppose it's it's different because like I'm. By the time I watched it, I was like fully in the anime community, um. So I, I mean, it was inescapable when I first watched part one and two, because, like I said, Golden One was airing, and this is a thing that's bugged me about part six, is Netflix snapped it up, and they've been dropping it. I mean, it's been a literally a year to to the day we're recording this that wow. it first started coming out on Netflix with part six. First 12 episodes were dropped December 1st, 2021. There was a massive fucking, like, span of nothing. Then the second part dropped in September, I think. And then we got the last batch today, uh, December 1st. And there is, like, no hype on social media. There is no discussion on it, of it on social media because, well, they're dumping it. And there's, you know, it's hard to get the, oh my god, it's, it's, I mean, I think I remember it was like Jojo Friday or Jojo Sunday or something when it was airing and every, every fucking week you would go on and my timeline on Twitter, it would be, I couldn't see anything but Jojo memes during part five's run because it was like the hype was there, the community was there to watch it. And now because of the way Netflix is doing it, there isn't that same level of like it's just a, is it like a one and done of just like a bunch of episodes instead of like a weekly thing yep one and done i hate that so when part five and even back when part four was airing it was concurrently coming out with the japanese broadcast but netflix have snapped it up and we're getting it all at once 
in english-speaking territories and then it's like airing like i think within a couple of weeks after it goes up on netflix in japan it's kind of weird yeah that's that's odd um because i remember thinking like oh so it went up on december 1st and then i think it was i want to say it was january it started airing in japan and i thought oh so we'll get more episodes when the japanese broadcast is done for the first 12 episodes so i'm like okay march march comes around we got nothing and then it wasn't until like September, and I've no idea when those episodes like aired on Japanese TV. But it's been totally messed up, and like, the I think the community's responded in that way of like, I mean, most of the community might not even have Netflix, you know, mm, like yeah, yeah. I, Netflix isn't people's go-to place for anime. That's why Crunchyroll exists. That's why wow, how hard Netflix is trying. Yeah, that's it. Ah. Uh... It's still very much Crunchyroll. Oh, a hundred percent. And the weird thing is, is like, cause we, we kind of uh, decided to do this episode like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is very much an imp- impromptu like episode for us. Yeah, and so I, I quickly went on to Netflix and I'm like, I'll see if I can find like a movie for us to to chat about. And I, oh my god, have you ever? I mean, you probably haven't. Uh, but going into the like film section of Netflix, because like when you open it up, you get like, uh, you get the main like page where you'll get all your recommendations and stuff. But you can go into like TV shows and then there's movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went into movies, went into categories, and and filtered it down anime. And I'll tell you, when I started watching anime back in 2014, Netflix had very little in the way of anime. I, they had only, I think, just released their first. Uh, like Netflix original anime. Yeah. Um. But their like catalog content was like very little. But it also meant there was more that you could kind of hone in on and pick and go. Okay, I'll watch that. I remember watching Psychopaths, um, and a couple other things. I think Orn High School Host Club, a few other kind of shows. Uh but I went on the movie section and looked at an anime, and it is still, like, a pitiful selection. You're either getting Studio Ghibli or some of their originals that are not that amazing. Fantastic. Uh, you, got the, you got the Godzilla trilogy, which is... Forgot that existed. <sighs> yeah, I kind of wish I could forget it exists, but I can't because it was it's made by, like, a studio I really like. Um, Maybe we'll talk about it one day maybe i did think maybe we could cover it but then i was like no because it's three movies so we'd have to then watch the other two and, and do episodes on them whereas i think we'll wait and see yeah um, and we'll force melina to be subjected to it as well yeah there's that as well that was the thing is like i'm going through it and i'm like i'm looking for things that like specifically we could watch yeah and so much of what is on netflix is like not specific enough <laughs> <laughs> It's either stuff Netflix owns, which is hit or miss at best, Studio Ghibli, Fantasy, or Gundam. (laughs) Which, to be fair, you do like Gundam. I do like Gundam, but I own a whole fuck ton of Gundam. You're the super fan who doesn't need to have Netflix to enjoy Gundam. Exactly. And it's great for when it comes to, like, whenever we cover it. Except yeah, it'll be very convenient for me when yeah. we continue more Gundam inevitably. Except they have the original movie trilogy, and then they just fucking jump to Shars Counterattack, but you're missing Zeta Gundam at the very least. And, and I mean apparently a really good one according to you. Yes, it's like one of the best ones of that original kind of storyline. Um, I've told you, by the way, but for context on the show, by the way, since we watched the three original movies, I've been constantly recommended Shara's <laughs> Counter-Attack. And I just, I, I know because I asked you about it and you were just like, oh, you're still like, how many episodes of whatever before that? Um, It would be 90-something. Oh, I thought it was like 130-something. No, no, it'd be 97 because there's Zeta and then double Zeta. Uh, and then Zeta it's Shars Counterattack. <laughs> Zeta 2, yes. 
He was biding his time though for those ninety-seven episodes. The the one where he wanted to get funny and it didn't work. Uh, okay, I look forward to it. Um, sorry, we're going wildly off track here. I yeah, but no, looking at Netflix and like trying to narrow it down to anime kind of makes me a little bit depressed because it's it's either very generic or just. Not something worth talking about, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's not, like, valuable in what we no. define as valuable. And I think sometimes they'll, like, nab something and you're like, oh shit, that could be really good. I remember when they announced Bubble, like, last year at some point, and it's got, like, a wild, like, stack of, of talent behind it that, um, it's directed by... Hold on, I'm gonna have to look up the, the like the wikipedia article so i can get i'm already enamored by the name bubble (laughs) the thing is i looked at it and i'm like "Ooh," and i'm like no it's something i'd like to watch with melina um so you've got melina yeah (laughs) so it's directed by tetsuro araki who directed death note in the first three seasons of attack and titan ah it's written by gen urobuchi who has written Kamen Rider, he's written a lot of really famous like visual novels. He's written uh Fate Zero, Psychopaths. I don't remember if he wrote Psychopaths, like the f- first couple of seasons. And he's written a couple other things. Then you've got music by my like favourite composer, Hiroyuki Sawano, who I've spoken about on the, the music episode of uh of Nap. And then, like, the cast is, like, so many really big names from the, the Japanese VA industry that you're like, oh my god, how the fuck can this movie go wrong? And then it comes out and everyone's like, oh, it fucking sucks. Shit. <laughs> so I still haven't watched it, because I'm like, fuck me. How can you fuck up a movie called Bubble? <laughs> uh, is it just yeah. a bubble for, like, an hour and a half? I don't know. I... I want to watch it. Maybe it's something for us to watch, like, next year. Because I, I totally forgot about it until I was looking at Netflix earlier, and I'm like, oh, shit! We could have oh. watched that at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's a, that's the interesting thing of, like, doing the show, is uh, trying to pick stuff to watch. Yeah, and, and broadening your horizons. Maybe. Yeah, there, there's broadening the horizons, and then there's also picking things that I think can get interesting conversations or and i shouldn't do it but like i sort of look at things and i'm like what will please everyone like if i'm picking something that i've watched at the very least like there's there's a couple we've watched blind mainly lupin stuff and hello world off the top of my head which won't be out until after this no it won't that's still in the bag Look forward uh, to that in the future, dear look listeners. Forward to that, yeah, and in, in two weeks' time, I think it's the last episode of this year, or maybe it's is that the is that the January episode? It might be the January episode. A- Akira and Spirit of the Way are out. I know yeah, that. I just saw because that. that episode released, and I was like, oh, I was like clenching my cheeks for a while because I'm like, oh god, <laughs> have to deal with the fact that people can now listen to my thoughts on both of those movies. And suffer the consequences. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about, like, I keep saying that's the interesting thing and I'm getting fed up of hearing it come out of my mouth. Everything's the interesting thing. Um, That's, like, another thing about doing the show is that, like, sorry, this has turned into a bit of a weird introspective thing. Um, Look, we knew we weren't going to stay on one specific topic, so, you know. Um, It's it's odd having to... It's I love talking about shows and I love putting my thoughts out there but it's so fucking terrifying when you're putting out an episode that you know, like, may reach beyond. Like, when you're putting it up on YouTube, there's always that thing of, like, this could very easily get caught in the search. Yeah. Uh, like, terms of stuff. And it's like, that can go out to a much wider audience. Than we're expecting. Than we're expecting. And I don't know if I'm prepared for people to come in and go, oh, you thought this about Spirit Away? Well, that's fucking wrong. Or you thought this about Ghost in the Shell? That's fucking wrong. I mean, Ghost yeah. in the Shell's been out for like six months and no one's come at us for it. I know, um, but like, uh, you never know when the algorithm's just going to snatch it up. That's the thing. 
Um, kind of still waiting for that to fucking happen. YouTube gods, please. Please, 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 please. please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I think Ghost in the Shell is the one that, like, I'm super confident if it got caught by the algorithm, I would not care what anyone said. Okay, I'm cool. really happy with our conversation about that, and I'm really happy with, like, the way we were all really just able to put our thoughts out on the table about it, because it is a very philosophical movie that makes you really kind of think inward as well as yeah. in terms of the film. Um, and I still, like, think back on that conversation and think, when we're talking about movies that do make you think a little bit more, that's kind of what I want to aim for. Um, but obviously, I love the the mix of taking the piss out of movies as well. I, I love nitpicking and... and throwing random shit mamo mamo oh mamo's like my other favorite conversation I've... for for us personally mamo's the gold standard of this movie was a fucking riot and yes. i love the conversation we got from it a hundred percent i think i said this in the dead or alive episode which again isn't out yet um we didn't do hello world and wait a minute what fucking episodes are out <laughs> I don't who know knows? anymore um, we, we do these so far in advance sometimes it's hard to keep track yeah like we we wrapped production for uh both of these like a couple of weeks ago for the the end of the year um and i genuinely just don't know when the fuck shit's coming out <laughs> so no okay so yeah drifting home and hello world come out in two weeks okay. and then it's um lupin and it's dead or alive and wolf children that comes wolf out children yeah at the end of january um when i get that episode edited and, and, and put up uh clock's ticking clock's ticking ah i got plenty of time it's still ticking <laughs> <laughs> um what was i talking about there i kind of went off conversations the we have i think oh yeah yeah mamo is like what i hold every lupin to now i love yeah. what we talked we talked about when it came to cagliostro because that was just like that was both you and melina's first experience of of lupin and that was so fun yeah. to talk about i'm still partially riding on that high it's yeah just been refueled <laughs> with the first and stuff and I, I have been fighting so hard not to watch like the 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 tv Ver- the tv anime of, of lupin because i'm like nah i want to experience it with you guys yeah, and, and then same. talk about it but the problem is is like we're still figuring out how we can cover or or mainly i not how we can cover i i shouldn't say it that way it's it's like a scheduling thing isn't it when it comes yeah, to tv exactly. um movies are grand to watch for the podcast and there's like a almost like an endless sea of them that we can cover especially when it comes to the stuff i've seen like we have barely scratched the surface of like a list i could easily add to that's what we already have in our production flow sh- flow chart thing yeah um uh but We're not running out of ideas anytime soon, oh uh, definitely not but there's always that part of me that wants to cover tv but it's just like tv can be a big ask to watch because uh, yeah, it takes a lot more dedication because it's not one a one and done movie it's a, a full series yeah that's it and it's like you can cover like a twit you can watch a 12 episode anime fairly quickly but then it's like well not everyone has the you know the free time to necessarily watch it i got a schedule watching stuff in between work and college and and studying and stuff like that and then melina also has to do the same thing you're kind of the you kind of have you have the most free time. Yeah, because I don't have of. a job. Uh, and apart from, uh, unlike you two, I don't have a job. So, <laughs> and I think it's um, I keep not thinking, yet anyway. No, not yet. I keep thinking, you know, when we hit June next year, and we're both free from college. Yeah, you know, maybe then it's it's more like viable. Um, viable, but then I think then I remember Melina still has like a full year. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm like, well, shit, I kind of would feel really bad. Like, I know there's plenty of stuff that we could watch that Melina would just not vibe with, but I, I, I would feel bad leaving her out. Exactly, because she's she's part of the trio. Exactly. You know... It feels I, like a betrayal from us if we... That's it. Doing that. <laughs> I... 
I have the solo episodes, but that's mainly just to fill in the fact that like we we can't record as much as for nap um nap so free form that we can talk about literally anything whereas yeah. we need to plan anime lane out and so that means we only can you know make time to record one for like each month um yeah so i i fill in the gap with my own um episodes and that's uh that's challenging in its own right and I'm saying that because I forgot where the fuck I'm going. My train of thought was going somewhere, but it's it's went off on a journey, a never-ending journey <laughs> to the journey stars. To the stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'd love to cover the Galaxy Express uh, TV show. Yeah, because I I'm I'm at, I actually am interested to see like even if it's like the same story, I, I, I want to see how it's done in like mm. a TV show style because watching. The movies we have it does feel like this was this originally started as a show and it's been adapted into a movie so i it started as a manga by leichi matsumoto which i i mentioned in the episode we talked about it and i think the i think the tv anime predates the film by about a year so it would have been near the halfway point i think ah yeah because you, you did say uh in one of the, the movies that they hadn't gotten an ending yet. I think it was Adieu. Adieu, yeah. So Adieu came two years after um, the the first movie, which is just called G39. Um, and the manga hadn't finished yet. And Leiji Matsumoto was like, I'm not fucking telling you the ending. Why would I do that? Because people wouldn't read my manga after that. It's like, yep, yeah, fair enough. Movie. And then Rintaro... Rintaro, who directed it, basically just made Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, it really shows. <laughs> <laughs> Go, uh, that episode's out at this point, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's been out a while. Okay, cool. Uh, watch that, uh, listen to that episode, if you haven't already, for some reason. That film, like, the more I think back in it, is, is quite a fever dream. It is a fever dream. It's not like a fever dream. It is a fever it dream. It is a fever dream. Those those two films are out in 4K in, in Japan now, and I'm like, I really fucking want to see them in 4K. So I hope someone picks them up, uh, like, in the US to put out in 4K. Um, I still need to get Cagliostro in 4K, because that's out in the States. Oh. <laughs> I keep meaning to send you the link, because I know you were interested in, in finding a way of watching it again. And so I quickly checked because um because the Blu-ray we watched was like an import and my yes. uh, Blu-ray player is my PS5 and that's not region free whereas your one is yes so I have two Blu-ray players I have a 4K uh Blu-ray player which is region B locked and then I have a standard Blu-ray player that's region free and you're probably thinking well how does that work in terms of like watching 4k 4k is region free you don't ever yeah exactly to worry about like that. i was about to say it doesn't really matter with region locking for 4k because the vast majority of 4k is region free it's nice it that you mentioned vast majority because uh this is where i get the fun of mentioning so the specification for 4k does not have anything in it for region coding Meaning if it were to be certified and like verified, it wouldn't pass if it had region locking. Ooh. But you can release discs and not get them certified. That's like it's just not a process for okay. like Blu-rays or, or, or anything like that. Um because verification certification is different from like age verification certification, which we do legally require here in the UK. Uh in the US La- two years ago um the film weathering with you got a 4k disc release by g kids and uh it's region locked it is region a locked and ah. still to this day none of us know how they managed it there just shouldn't be a way to do it <laughs> they found through it some sort of dark art magic <laughs> they found a way and I, I I don't know how much 4K stuff they've released since then, so I don't even know if, if like that's still a thing they do. They just somehow region They better lock. fucking not be. I really fucking hope they don't. I mean, luckily we're, uh, in most cases, 
Anime Limited here in the UK like have the rights to the stuff that G Kids distribute, and so they use their discs obviously just without the fucking region locking, because we got that movie, uh, here weathering with you. We got the 4K, all the same features, all the same. It was the same discs, and I put it in my PC. Not no fucking region locking, none. So no one's no one knows what the fuck happened there. Yeah, they just found a way somehow. They just found a way. Um, it's a pure will of wanting to fuck over consumers. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, though, like, a lot of uh, region, or at least when it comes to anime, there's a lot of, like, uh, distributors, there's, like, very easy ways to just bypass the region locking, even mm. if you own, like, a region B player and you're putting in an A disc. Yeah, because you did sort of try to recommend, like, I, trying to find a way. Yes, I, I had a look to see if Cag. Lo- uh, castle of cagliostro was one of those discs and unfortunately it wasn't um there's like a, a i think it's called the top menu bypass or something like that where you can like or or title search or something where you can like bypass it by mashing top menu or go into title search and if you know the number of the title in the movie you can kind of jump to it couldn't figure it out for cagliostro i know a lot of what i own actually i've put in my region b player and it's just fucking worked (laughs) no questions asked magic um i remember putting in like pat labor um and yep just it worked all of sentai's releases just do not hit the region block screen they just work fantastic (laughs) uh discotex hit or miss I know that City Hunter, even though it doesn't say it on the back of the case, is actually Region B uh, coded as well um, because they asked uh, Sunrise at the time it would have been. It's now Bandai Film something, Filmworks, and I hate that name. Uh, They asked at the time, they were like, there's no hope in hell this is going to get released in the UK. Can we code it to Region B as well so people can import it? And they said yes. Yes, yes. Not not very often that happens. A lot of the time because yeah. Japan's like um Japan's kind of region free, oddly enough, I think. It's technically region A, but a lot of it's like region B, maybe. Um They they'll like not allow other region coding on discs so they're they're cause they're like scared of backwards importing. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anime in Japan is fucking expensive. Which is ironic. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But they they go for like the hardcore collectors market in Japan, uh, so it's like that makes a lot of sense. Um, one show, and I mean it, it really depends because there's a this there isn't this isn't like a a, a a generic like one fits all kind of thing. But like yeah, yeah. a lot of shows will get released in volume sets, and it'll be like two or three episodes a set. So if it's like a fifty episode show, hmm. Yeah, One Piece is released on volume sets of two episodes, and it's over a thousand episodes now. Hmm. It's <laughs> a lot of discs. It is a lot of discs. Yeah. That's a mountain um, of discs. Like those, those old CD towers you you, you used to get. It's just one. You need like five of them for yeah. One Piece. Um, I think Sword Art Online was released across like eight volumes for 25 episodes or something like that so it breaks down to like three four episodes a disc or something um so yeah it's it's weird and because they're going for the hardcore collector's market it's like most of it's limited edition so you get a lot of extras you'll get an art case you'll get then like if it's multiple volumes that make up one story arc you'll get like a on the final volume an art box thing that all the cases go into and the prices of those are fucking insane oh i can imagine um it's it's decent enough on some cases like i just got mobile suit gundam don oh kukru's dawn's island which is the movie adaption of the missing episode from the original series which we're gonna cover at some point um i bought that i think it was 20 pound and then like 20 pound shipping so it was like 40 pound in total to get that imported here um so in some cases like it's it's viable to buy stuff from japan (laughs) in other cases 
it's not like looking at um the japanese release of well, the original gundam series which has the missing episode and now they're going through and re-releasing a bunch of stuff uh and putting subtitles on it so there's subtitles on the episode that they didn't want released outside of japan in english so you huh. i've been looking at buying it but it's like 120 pound or something like that so it's quite it's kind of expensive it's up there yeah yeah and then you've got like zeta and double zeta they're split into two parts so they're like a hundred pound each ish i think last i looked so even with the yen like tanking it's still quite a wallet biter for some stuff so i i very rarely buy stuff and from japan it's only in like certain cases like akira i bought from japan because the 4k disc for it here is is fucked up on the audio um and that has that has subtitles um in japan it also has one of the dubs not both of them but one of them i don't remember which one it has um that was actually an interesting thing when we were watching akira you were messing me about it the night that you were watching it and you i thought you kept misspelling one of the characters names i'm sure we talked about this in the episode i think we talked about it a little bit but i looked into it afterwards while i was editing the episode and uh yeah the um the japanese disc subtitle track has what i would call the correct spelling of the character's name yeah yeah because it's a japanese name uh for uh for context the character is called k which if you're translating from japanese it'd be k-e-i but in the netflix subtitles it's spelled out k-a-y yeah and i find that odd there's there's a lot of little small differences between both uh subtitles and i meant to check the like uk us blu-rays that i have to see if it was maybe using that translation and that's just a thing that's always been a thing Mm, but i'm I went to see it in the cinema, and I don't remember that being a thing. I think I'd pick up on someone's name being spelled like that, because I know how that name is spelled. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've managed to fucking ramble for a while now. <laughs> it, it's fine. We were expecting that when we started this episode. Yeah, I don't know what to title this episode anymore. Uh, we can't exactly call it a year in review because it very much isn't that. No, I I don't want to do that. I especially don't want to do that without Melina. Nah, I don't want to do year in review episodes for both shows. It's uh when we we're coming up on like the one year anniversary. Um. But yeah, <laughs> this has been such a fucking chaotic episode. It's a, it's a fever dream of an episode. <laughs> the fever dream. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, well, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you for. So what happens when we're left alone for too long? Yeah, and it's like the beginning of December, so you know, seasonal affective yep. is hitting us. Yeah, um, my brain is shut down for like a week now, and I hate it. Oh, same, same. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, at some point, I think this will probably happen again. As I found doing solo episodes is fine and all, but I I do run out of ideas kind of fairly often because it's relying on. You know, I need to be watching stuff and kind of occasionally have dry periods, I guess you could call it. Yeah, like you can't expect we can't expect you to watch anime all day, every day. No, that's it. Um and mainly like I'm I'm stumped right now because I'm kind of just keeping up with seasonal shows and I, I can't really talk about them because I decided to skip the impressions episode just for sake of not really doubling up on on a similar episode and within the span of like a couple of months of each other when yeah, we only yeah. have four episodes across two months <laughs> yeah um so yeah i, I kind of had to come up with something else until i can talk about them in january when everything kind of wraps up and I've, I, I can give like a full like discussion on the stuff that i've watched this season because I, I i've watched a fair i've been watching a fair bit and there's still some stuff um as the, the season's winding up i'm gonna try and watch at least a few episodes of so i can talk about them as well because yeah there's so much this season compared to the last one that like because i think in summer i watched like two shows and i was like not interested in anything else that was airing this season 
I really had to peck and choose. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think uh, duo episodes like this with me and Sean um, could happen again at some point. I think it's very possible when I anime re- lane boy zone anime <laughs> lane boy zone. Um, because there's a few things that like I've I've suggested. Um, I'm mainly thinking back to like the or- original pitch meeting here for when we were we we're pitching both Napcast and anime lane. Um. I make that sound like now. I remember. I, I make that sound like we we're pitching to a company. We were kind of yeah, just pitching the idea amongst ourselves and workshopping it. Um, yeah, with a requirement for like college stuff. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I came with like a list of ten, um, movies, and I think Molina shot down like three or four of them. Like yeah. outright, she was uninterested completely. Uh, which which Fair. really wounded me with Pat Labor. I really fucking want to cover that. <laughs> well, you've got me, my man. <laughs> I, I that's what I'm thinking now that this is like a thing, a, p- a potential thing. I'm we set can... precedent for this possibly being a thing. Yeah, I think uh, Pat Labor's like my immediate like. Um, I think you would at least enjoy it a, to some degree. Um, it's directed by the same guy who directed. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. So, Ooh. yeah, it's basically I I this is the thing that like kind of I wanted to cover all of Mamoru Oshii's stuff uh, from his uh, theatrical debut with with Urusu Yatsura up to uh, I think it was Pat Labor two directly before Ghost in the Shell because everything that he made prior to Ghost in the Shell pretty much led up to ghost in the shell and and that mm-hmm. everything he made at least in some degree explored an idea that would later get rounded out and used and ghost in the shell um, yeah, i think you either you told me like this at some point before or you said it in like the episode where we covered ghost yeah in the shell, i i feel like, like i have that. said that at some point um so yeah that would be interesting i again i just love pat Lever, so <laughs> i think that's um if if we do this again soon, that's probably what we'll go with. Nice. Um, and and we have some stuff coming up uh, that we're having a meeting about on Saturday from a couple of yeah. days from today. Um, and who knows, we may we may get we may get animaline stuff out of that. Uh, we we don't know yet. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So Pat Labor could come sooner rather than later. Galaxy Express TV could come sooner rather than later. Who knows what what comes from from that? Um, it's weird. Like we're we're six months in, but we're still very early on. And, and yeah, the... it feels like we still just started this show. And like, but like you said, it's been like half a year. Yeah, it's so weird. I feel like we've been doing it forever, but at the same time, we've made like we've made progress, but we're not really at a stage where I feel like I wish we were. And I feel like all of us at times feel that little bit of frustration out of it yeah um, absolutely and again it's it's just a whole thing of the the kind of individual like situations where we're all kind of studying so until we all have more time which even if you know we're done with college and i'm just picking up extra shifts at work i i'll instantly all already have more time from that anyway yeah um Sorry, I'm rambling. I'll have, a lot, I'll have a lot of time just for like when I'm out of college. Yeah, um, I'm I'm trying to find a, a natural way to segue into a, a wrap up of this. Uh, there's one right there. There's one right there because I think we get, we've gone over an hour, so I think we're we're good for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it would just be a constant rambling, and it'd probably spin in circles at this point. Um, exactly. So let's just let's just cut it right there. Yes. Um, we uh, this year quickly before we wrap up we've done like no christmas or halloween stuff for anime lane uh just we kind of focused. <laughs> we we decided to focus more on doing halloween specials for nap um this year next uh, year we'll see next year we'll see um even again if it's just you know me and you doing yeah, something exactly. for, for halloween or whatever um because i'm any consolation for christmas stuff we're both wearing christmas jumpers. yes i'm wearing my skyrim this. christmas jumper you're wearing your game of thrones, game of thrones one, one. House stark has uh stark um yeah uh hopefully next year we can do some horror anime i don't know you know how interested either of you will be in watching those i, I, I might be i <laughs> 
I feel like I'm getting better, like, since the Halloween episodes, funnily enough, mm. I've gotten better with horror just in general. I, I think an odd thing with, like, horror when it comes to anime is that it, it for me anyway, as, as a horror fan... We don't I, want to turn this into a ramble, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll just I'll quickly cover this. I never quite feel that it's that horror or it's that scary. It, it kind of, like, oh, hey, look, this is just really interesting animation. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm hoping you. I, guys, I know where you're coming. From, yeah, I yeah. hope you guys kind of feel similar about that. Um, but yeah, uh, next year hopefully we can do something for for Christmas and Halloween. Uh, Christmas is an odd one because anime do Christmas episodes, but there's no like movies really dedicated to to Christmas or anything like that. We'll cross that bridge when we get. Yeah, right. that's it. We got a whole year to plan for it. Exactly. So yeah, thank you for listening to and this. And we won't, but anyway, yeah. bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Anime Lane. What a fucking shit show this has been. Um, thank you, Sean, for joining me on this. Um, You're welcome. I, I kind of pulled you in last minute. Um, it's cool. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you in two weeks when we're talking about um, Drifting Home and Hello World. Those were movies. <laughs> Those were quite movies. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy our conversations on it. We did. So come back and, and, and listen to those. I've, I've now realised that neither of those are really, like, going to be that searched. But, you know, we I don't Whatever. do this show for getting the clicks or anything like that. Not at all. Uh, Although if we did get the clicks, that'd be great. That, yeah, exactly. YouTube gods, please lend us that, that morsel. <laughs> put us on some people's recommended we need to wrap this up we do we have this bad (laughs) habit of just fucking continuing to talk god someone shut us up yes yeah i've I've said thank you for listening so we're just gonna say bye now and that's that's the end of the episode (laughs) okay cool see ya bye